We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Notre Dame fans, welcome back to another edition of the RTCF show. One of the final ones of the year, Sean, because the season is right around the corner. And obviously, things are going to change once the season starts. Saturdays, we're going to be somewhat preoccupied with with the game day shows. Today, folks, we are going to talk about a lot of different topics. We're going to call a little bit of an audible on today's RTCF show, Sean, because we are not going to talk about recruiting today because there's just too much team stuff going on. We have got to cover it all. So we are going to do sort of our our initial planned topics for the team and college football. So we are going to talk about uh, Marcus Freeman's comments from the opener about – or the opening practice about just the focus on, you know, being ready toughness you know not making excuses for being day one and and what that means for Notre Dame and and kind of things we've heard moving you know about how the things are going moving forward and all those type of things and then we're going to make our predictions for the SEC conference this year we're going to talk about east west we're going to predict championship game conference winner and then surprise team and team that's going to disappoint but before we start things off we are going to talk about uh, just kind of looking at this, Sean, from the standpoint of the latest news with Notre Dame. And yeah. just obviously we're going to talk about Avery Davis, but we're going to kick things off with sort of not 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 the most important news because I think anytime a, a player is injured, it's an important thing. But that's going to take up kind of two different segments because of what's next. So we're going to start things off first and foremost with the news that Tyler Buckner has been named Notre Dame's starting quarterback. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's something that we anticipated, I think, in our conversations going back to the spring and the way the staff was pleased with his development. And I, for one, because I know Notre Dame fans are split in a lot of different areas when it comes to Tyler Buckner, because, you know, they see one thing, they see his running ability. They might not see the different levels of throws as far as different speeds and accuracy. And those might be some of the questions that they have. But for us watching him, the playmaking ability his ability to make throws in tight situations that he showed in spring practice and just his ability to overall impact the rest of the offense mm-hmm. and give the offense a dynamic look, a more dynamic look than anybody else in the quarterback room. Right. Yeah, that was our anticipation that eventually he would be named the starting quarterback. And I've always bookmarked, like I said, I was the one that leaned towards Mm, I'm not too sure about Tyler Buckner. Show me. You're in more show me mode. Yeah. yeah. You were on the other side. You you saw it from the beginning. You believed in him from the beginning. And then the Virginia Tech game, for me, is really all I needed to see. Because mm-hmm. we would get him, like, in spurts. Like, sure. Here's a series. There's, there's a series. We saw a nice chunk from second quarter, in the first quarter, all the way into the beginning of the fourth quarter. And despite his successes – on three touchdown drives and his failures on the pick six and another interception in the fourth quarter before he twisted his ankle. You saw why you get the news today. And then you saw why Tommy Reed said what he said Mm -hmm. at press conference and Marcus Freeman as well. It was like, you saw both sides and they saw further development Mm -hmm. from him. And I, 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 we knew it was coming. Sure. It wasn't close, Sean. Yeah, I mean, we knew look, it was coming. You and I have – we both have sources inside trying, the program. Like, it wasn't close. Disrespectful. Yeah. It's, but it's not disrespectful. Because, yeah. And this is the thing. is like from everything we've heard, Drew Pine has completely bounced back from his rough spring. Mm-hmm. And and Drew Pine is a guy that, that, from what I'm told, the Notre Dame coaching staff flat out has faith in. This isn't about Drew Pine. This isn't about Drew Pine can't play. This isn't about Drew Pine's not a Notre Dame quarterback, any of those things. From everything we've been told – Drew's had a good spring or good fall. Yeah. Like I said, mentally bounced back, physically bounced back, did everything he needed to do to put himself in position to contend for the job. This has always been about, is Tyler going to be his be- the best version of himself or close yeah. to it? And from what we've told through the first week of fall camp, we're now like, what, a week and a day in? They started Friday, August 5th. We're now a week and a day in. 
It just hasn't been close. And it wasn't close during the spring. And it wasn't really close this summer. And it wasn't really close in fall camp. And from everything we've been told, it's about Tyler. I've had two different people that don't know each other both tell me without me asking uh, how they, hey, they saw Tyler, right? So I have uh, one guy that I know that was was at practice and said, but it looked great. Had another guy that I know that has not always been a pro Tyler guy, Sean. He was like you. He was like, I need to see it. You know, he's someone who I think is a maybe a little skeptical of the dual threat nature of quarterback play. You know, he wants someone that can throw the ball. He was telling me like, you know, hey, look, man, this kid's had like the best practices of his career. This, I mean, he is rolling. He has earned the respect of his teammates. And I think that's partly why Drew has handled this well from what we were told is because I think Drew's a smart kid. He knows. He sees it. Yeah. He sees what Tyler's bringing to the offense, yeah. but he also knows he's going to be ready. And and I think that's the thing. is, <clears throat> I, I, I've had people ask me, other people reporting this. Uh, I don't know what other people reporting. I, I don't care. What I'm telling you is what Sean saw in the first practice and what Vince saw and what Sean Steyer saw, saw and what every single Intel piece I've been given is it hasn't been close. And it's, it's, that's a good thing. Right. And, and that's the, that's the thing is Sean is one of the questions we had was, look, somebody's going to win the starting job, but did they win it or did they earn it? That's the difference. Cause somebody's got to start. So somebody's going to win, right. It could be by default, right. If the last, worst two teams in college football play, somebody's got to win. Right. I mean, you know, doesn't mean that they necessarily, you know, did look good doing it. Mm-hmm. The the key thing here is Tyler earned it. Like Tyler went out and dominated the position, and yeah. that's the important takeaway. And I'm also happy with the fact that they decided to get it over with as far as announcing it, not play like the stupid head games. It tells me that right now Marcus Freeman is not worried about playing the the mind games with Ohio State and all this other. Hey, look, we gotta we gotta do what's best for our team. Yeah, and you know, and 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 he's right. Like I, I just don't think that stuff has much of an impact in a situation like this. So like the team needs to know, Tyler needs to know, Drew needs to know that way. The kids aren't getting asked about it every time there's a press conference. Cause that's going to, the longer this would have dragged on, the more it would have been asked of the players and the coaches yeah. and, you know, look, here's the starter. Let's, let's roll. Right. And then now Tyler is here's, you're the guy we need you to now continue to do what you're doing. Drew, you know, look, you're going to be important. Tom Reese made, made sure to say that uh, Marcus Freeman made sure to say that, that we're going to need Drew Pine at some point in time this year. And, and I, I mean, I'm almost able to ready to guarantee that they're going to need him at some point in time this year, whether Absolutely. it's to come off the bench, to rally if Tyler goes down or isn't playing well or something. Who knows? They're going to need him to come off the bench and do what he did last year, which is rally the troops, move the football, put the ball in the end zone and give your chance, your team a chance to to go out and win. And yeah. that's what Drew Pine can do. But Tyler is a, like we, Sean, I've said this. If Drew Pines is starting quarterback for Notre Dame this year, I still think they're a ten and two football team. I do, and they're ten, because they're they're just they're not going to lose more than two games, in my opinion. Yeah, and I know there's all the oh they're eight and four because of this that and the <laughs> third. I mean that's what we heard last year, right? Oh seven and five because they don't have this and then, and then like Notre Dame's the only team in the country with injuries or only team in the country with with depth issues at a position, only team in the country that lost players from their team last year. You know what I mean? Like go look at what happened to Georgia's receiving core last year. Right. And so what did Georgia do when they had all that? They played a bunch of tight ends. Oh, and by the way, then their second and third tight ends got hurt. Right. And they won a championship. They won a championship. Right. Because other positions pick it up. And we'll, we'll kind of get into that stuff. But look, the reality is, is this is still a really talented football team. And Drew Pine is, a, is the kind of quarterback that can go out there and say, hey, look, I'm going to lead this team to victory. We can go 10 and two. But we the, the reality has always been 
if Notre Dame is going to take that jump as a program with this team, it's going to have to be with Tyler Buckner quarterback and Tyler Buckner playing his best. And the fact that he seized hold of this job so quickly, to me, it's certainly a good sign. And then what you said a little bit earlier is very important. The recovery of Drew Pond from his spring and to come out mm-hmm. blazing hot in the fall helps this entire team and it pushes Tyler Buckner. Mm-hmm. That's what you wanted from Drew Pine. Drew Pine is going to be the guy as camp goes. Now they've announced that Tyler Buckner, Buckner is QB1. He's going to start to get the majority of the reps the closer they get to game time on September 3rd. Drew Pine is going to be the one working with the Tobias Merriweather, you know, mm-hmm. after practice, taking time with him. He's going to be the one working with the younger guys in the wide receiver room, throwing extra balls to them while Tyler Buckner is doing other things. This is going to be a collective effort. Because of the way Tyler Buckner plays the game, which is hard, you know, maybe he finds a way to tone it down. I don't think mm-hmm. he does. I just think that's the way he's wired. At some point, Drew Pine is going to have take important snaps in this season. We don't know what game it is. More than likely, he's going to end up starting a full game at some point in this season. If it's a hamstring tweet and they're facing a lesser team and they just decide, you know what, we're going to rest Tyler this week. We have the bye week coming up next week. Rest them. We can win this game with Drew. You you just don't know how the season plays out. But they know that they have someone behind Tyler Buckner that they can confidently go into a college football game with and feel like they can get a victory. Mm-hmm. Do you know how great of a feeling that has to be as a staff, as an offensive staff, and as a head coach to have two guys in your quarterback room that you feel like, yo, we can go win a game every week with either one of these guys. That's a great feeling. I'm going to stop short of they're the best duo in college football because they really haven't started a game. Neither one has started a full game. But I would be comfortable saying they're one of the top ten in the country as far as duos in the quarterback room. I feel very confident in saying that. So with all of the mystery, I'm I'm so glad. This goes back to Marcus Freeman and what he said in his initial press conference on the 5th. Someone asked him about his decision. He said, no, I'm not waiting mm-hmm. to choose a quarterback when I'm ready to choose it and make that decision public. I'm, I'm going to do it. Right. And I guess Friday. Stay true to his word. Stay true to his word. And here we are on Saturday. Right. You know, August the 13th. Voila. Sean, to your point, Notre Dame has had since 2012. Uh, Actually, if you go back to 2009, from 2009 to 2020 to 2021, it's a span of 13 seasons. Mm-hmm. In eight of those 13 seasons, Notre Dame has had at least two quarterbacks start a game. Sometimes because, I mean, a couple times it's been because of poor performance, but more often than not, it's been because of injury. And even in 2018, when the performance dictated a change of quarterback, then that guy that stepped in, Ian Book, got hurt. And Brandon Wimbush Brandon had to step into the guard starting lineup game. for Florida State. Yeah. We saw it in 2010 with both Dane Chris started. Tom Maurice had to start late in the year because of injuries mm-hmm. to Dane Chris. Saw it in 2011 because of poor performance. Yeah. We saw it in 2012 because of injury when Everett got hurt against Stanford. And then Tommy had to start against BYU. Yeah. We saw it in 2014 uh, with per- it was 
poor performance was the lead thing that led to that. Uh, we saw it in 2015. It was injury. We saw it in 2017 because of injury. Brandon got hurt, and Ian had to start the North Carolina game. We saw it in 2018. So, and we were close to seeing it last year. I mean, honestly, is we were because of performance. And so, like you said, it, the second quarterback's probably going to be needed at some point in time. And I think one thing you could do with Tyler, and we'll, we'll get into this as we get closer to the season, but th- that's where the coaching staff is going to have to control him. You can't ask him to, hey, man, change the way you play. They're going to have to change the way he plays with the way that they call a game. Yeah. You know, so like against Ohio State, everything's on the table. Against Clemson, everything's on the table. USA, everything's on the table. Marshall, I'm not calling a lot of designed runs in that game. No. You know, I mean, it's just, but that's what that's what you need to do as a football yeah. coach. So, Tyler Buckner, opinion, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Sean. In your opinion, how close, because I don't know if you talked about this on any of your previous shows last year, how close was that decision if he doesn't twist his ankle? Oh, it was a done deal, I was told. Oh, I was told it was a done deal. Yeah, I was told that if if uh, if Tyler doesn't get hurt against Virginia Tech, they were ready to hand the keys over. Because mm. basically, and it wasn't necessarily about Jack Cohn. Right. It was up to that point in time, because remember, that was before the offensive line started playing better-ish. You know, right. but even that game against Virginia Tech, the offensive line just couldn't protect him. And the way they looked at it is Tyler and his legs are the only thing that can survive behind this line. And because at the time, you know, they were losing to Virginia Tech 10 to nothing when Tyler went in the lineup. Right. Jack was getting harassed again, you know, couldn't get time to throw and, and guys just weren't making plays for him. Tyler comes in, scores 14 points. They go up. And then they fell behind again. It was 29-21. It didn't matter if they won or lost that game. They were going to roll with Tyler. I was told that they were going to roll with Tyler. The only reason Jack kept his job is not because Tyler got hurt per se, but then Jack comes back in and you know leads him down that victory, and you're like, okay. And then so then Jack got another start, and then of course the offense started playing better because the offensive line started playing better because they started right. playing worse competition. Right. And and so they were very close. And and I believe that if Tyler Buckner doesn't sprain his ankle, I think that decision would have made because they were going to they would have been out of the playoff hunt at that point in time. And it was like, right, okay, it's time to start working to next year. So it was about, it was about losing that game. If they lost that game uh, with Tyler in, they would have made the move. If Tyler would have led him back to a victory, they still would have made the move because he showed he's capable of even the victory. Cause remember he was spotted down 10 when he got in, came into the game. Yeah. And, and so I think that, uh, and then he, he made a lot of plays. He made mistakes. He made rookie mistakes, but he also made a ton of plays and they were, they were ready to kind of, hand the keys over until Jack came in. And and I think when the way Jack played at the end, I felt like they just kind of thought like it was like, no, nah, he's he's he earned the right to be the starter. He led us back. We're still in the playoff hunt. He's going to continue to be our guy. Yeah. yeah. That there there was a thought, I think, from what I'm told, there was a thought and a discussion at that time, like if this is, you know, this is kind of where it was going to go. So yeah, it was close. It was close. So Sean, Tyler Buckers is starting quarterback in Notre Dame. Right. So that's that's a done deal. We don't have to talk about who looked better in practice anymore and all that. Now it's about, you know, will Tyler Buckner get to where he needs to get to? 